Hello and welcome to the Wellness Trinity Podcast, where we interview top holistic experts and bring you natural solutions for modern day wellness. Let's get started with your host, Dr. Jacqueline. Hi, welcome. Thank you for joining the Wellness Trinity Podcast. I'm Dr. Jacqueline from thewellnesstrinity.com, where we provide natural solutions for modern day wellness. Today, we are going to discuss with Rachel Everett and Brian Grubb from grubglobal.com. That's G-R-U-B-B, global.com, on our women's health series, Breast Implant Illness. Just a little disclaimer before we get started, what we discuss in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. What you do with the information is to be used at your discretion as the recommendations are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you having a hard time conceiving? Are you concerned about raising healthy children? Would you like to age gracefully? These are all concerns that many women have. And in order to have healthy pregnancies and children and age gracefully with youthful skin, vibrant wellness, and incredible joints, we need to thoroughly cleanse the body in this day and age because there are more than 85,000 chemicals that are just plaguing the earth. And these chemicals cause a whole slew of problems And a lot of it is related to the backup in the liver that causes diminished hormone production. Our protocols at the Wellness Trinity systematically removes layers of infections and toxins, thus fully cleansing the body. It gets you back to homeostasis where your body is happiest and healthiest when done correctly. I am happy to be on this protocol and I'm actually waiting to get pregnant because I want myself and my husband to be thoroughly cleansed before I even think of having a baby. And I don't fear growing old and falling apart because I know that if my body is at homeostasis, it's going to be just fine. I was told I look 10 years younger in my new headshot, so this stuff works. Check out the link in the show notes to schedule your free 15-minute consultation to discover if we are a good fit to work together. And if so, I will help you get to the root of your health challenges. So I met Rachel and Brian through Cellcore, actually. I work with them there, and it's been a joy getting to know her. And what she's been going through is is just, I mean, it's mind-blowing. She has dealt with breast implant illness, and and I just found that such an important topic to talk about because a lot of women, and I used to work in the Las Vegas nightlife, and it was just a thing that we did. I got breast implants as well, and I also had them removed. Um, she had them removed. She'll tell you more about her story when we, when we dive into that. Um, but there's a whole breast implant illness thing that is out there that a lot of people are talking about nowadays, and I just think that even more people need to be aware before they make a decision of getting breast implants. And even if they had breast implants, it's, um, it's really good to know this information because you might be suffering with some of these challenges that might be because of the breast implants. So just a little bit about them, Um, Brian Grubb and Rachel Everett formed Grubb Global over three years ago, and they teach doctors how to create a world-class experience with their patients by providing a personal concierge medical service. So Rachel and Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Dr. Jackie. Thank you. before we dive into your story, because it's, I mean, it's incredible. What you're going through is absolutely mind-blowing. And, um, and, it, and it's exciting at the same time because you're getting answers to um, just really difficult situations that you've been going through. Um, but why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your guys' business before we jump into that? Okay, well, uh, Brian and I met each other about three years ago. I had my own wellness center, which I was 
pretty much 24 hours a day with. And I said, how in the world am I going to have a boyfriend if I'm not going to be able to leave my home and my business? So I decided that I was going, I actually had, I prayed to God the day before. I'm like, God, please be my matchmaker. <laughs> like, how am I going to find a man? And I was invited to an event the next day. It was a women's speaking engagement. And it was learning how to have, you know, better presence on stage. And I really wanted to learn that because I really wanted to be able to scale the things that I did. I just never really got out there to speak about it. And it was all women, except I had one seat next to me. My girlfriend had canceled. And Brian comes around the corner. He said, hey, would you mind if I sat next to you? It's the only seat left. And I looked around. I'm like, isn't this a women's speaking engagement? <laughs> and so it was kind of funny. And I said, well, I guess that was a 24-hour turnaround. You know, that was a good order. And we just, it, and it wasn't right away, but it was. It was like, I looked at him like, I could, wow, this guy is really cute. So uh, we, we started talking about what we did. And Brian actually traveled around the world with Ritz-Carlton when it was the real Ritz-Carlton, like nice one, before they got taken over by Marriott. And he said, well, you know, I don't really do well with one-on-ones. You can have all my one-on-ones. And I'm like, I don't want to do one-on-ones anymore. I want to be able to do this all over the world. So um, we exchanged phone numbers. And I said, oh, do you do Facebook? He's like, no, I don't do Facebook. I do LinkedIn. Very, very proper and very into the business, like, you know, where I'm very more, you know, lax and Brian's very business. So uh, we, we spoke to each other about a month later and we met and had tea for six hours. That's a long time. And right? we just talked. That's a long first date. <laughs> yeah, especially. And we said, you know, it's nice not to drink alcohol, like, you know, your first date. And, you know, so, and then we had a second date with tea. I think it was another six hours. And then we just really just had the same idea of what we really wanted to do with our, with our lives, with our personal and business, which when you're getting into a business with someone that you're dating, it's really difficult. Because you, you can't, it's like you have to learn how to work to each other like dolphins, not fighting in the ring. And so when you have two alphas that are learning how to work with each other, it had been, it's definitely, you know, it takes a time just to really, you know, learn how to communicate with each other. Because I've been the one woman show. So, you know, so was Brian. He worked on it. He worked alone. Um, so we really learned in the past three years how to work well together in the sandbox. And I'll let Brian kind of tell his little spiel. <laughs> I'm not sure what to say. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for inviting us, Dr. Jacqueline. Thanks for the, the compliments, Rachel. Um, it's definitely been an interesting journey. Uh, my background is I was pretty much solo. Like Rachel said, I mean, I was traveling. I traveled over 200 days a year. I traveled around the world. I was very blessed. Um, I worked primarily in healthcare. And when Rachel and I met, you know, we had the same desire, and that was to be the best in the world at what we do. So we've surrounded ourselves with really great uh, people, doctors, including yourself, where it's a different level of, we wanted to bring personalized, really personalized uh, medical concierge. In other words, creating a world-class experience for patients um, and offer something that's very different. So that's when we, we got together and it's been, it's been a great journey, including um, not only for our business, but also just personally. And like Rachel said, becoming boyfriend and girlfriend and really understanding what that means to own a company together when we have this amazing vision. So thank you for inviting yeah. me. Well, that's beautiful. I mean, you know, when I met my husband, it was, I mean, it was its own story, but we also 
met in the industry and then he had his business and I had mine. And it was kind of like that where it was just like, well, we're kind of doing a similar thing. So we just merged it together and now we're doing this. <laughs> awesome. So we're not the only ones, I guess. Right. <laughs> Two are better than one for sure. You can get a lot more done and it's not, you know, when you're working and all you do is work, it, you know, what kind of life is that? Where if you have someone that has the same, like at least this, we have the same core values, you know? So mm -hmm. if that's out of link, then it's not going to work. And Brian did not meet me when I had my implants. So I see, it seems like I, I attracted a much better human being after that, even though I still was going through a world of different issues after I got them taken out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I actually met my husband too, after I got my implants removed and he was like, I don't know if I'd like you with implants. <laughs> I was like, well, good thing I got them removed. <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah, it's, it's all I've known. And, you know, so I think, you know, Rachel's a beautiful person. So it was, uh, Everything about it is lined up exactly the way it's supposed to be. So it's worked out really well. Yeah. Well, I love that 24-hour turnaround, too. I mean, I when I met my husband, I, I was at the point where I finally was like, I surrender. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm on my laden path, uh, you know, on my path, and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do in life now. And and then literally, I probably the next day, it was something similar. I was like. It's it's surrender. I t I'm telling you, yeah. it's surrendering everything you could you are not the driver of that car anymore. You're like, okay, I'm going to just let it go. And it did, but you know, Hey, and it's people think, well, I'm just really not ready. I don't think we were even close to being ready for anything. You know, we were ready to meet each other, but there was so much that we had to do personally. Um, especially with my own work and my personal work that to two couples doing that together, or two people doing that together, uh, it takes a lot of patience because you're going and shedding so many emotional things that you didn't really think you had, but right. we, we did all, we're doing all our things together. You know, we go to all our treatments and anything I find, I'm like, can you go and do this with me? And he does everything. He never says no. So he's always on board with everything that I want to do. Yeah. So and you know, what's interesting about that? I'll just to chime in for just a minute is, um, you know, Rachel and I, there's a 10 year difference in, in our age. And I always felt like that my whole idea was I wanted to live a longer life, but I wanted to live a healthy life. And I didn't know exactly what that was. And then going through what Rachel's gone through, it really educated me on what it meant for me to be stronger and to build myself and my health as well, because it was a concern for me. I'm thinking, okay, now I'm 56. There are a lot of different things that I face today that I didn't before when I was in my 40s. I never really had the time to look at it. So it's really given me the opportunity to really reflect at myself as well. So I've learned a tremendous amount through this journey with Rachel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. Um, I mean, my husband and myself, we're both dealing with separate things. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like it's similar too. It's like as I learn things about myself and I try new things on myself and see things pass and whatever happens, <laughs> he, you know, he might try it or be more open to and or more educated about it, et cetera. So um, that's just a beautiful dynamic about how you guys are, are just how you met, how you work together, how you do all this, um, this healing stuff together. I mean, the whole thing, you could just tell you guys are just a match made in heaven. <laughs> well, we have an anniversary every month, May 1st is when we met. So we were like, why do you do that every month? They said, cause we're still here. We're actually can still talk about, it. we're still together. <laughs> every month. <laughs> I love it. It's every month. So we're like, where do you want to go for anniversary? So it's good to celebrate. So it's good to celebrate, especially the fact that what we've been through in business and how to, um, let's say, go with the, with the flow of what's changing this industry and, mm -hmm. and to be able to help as many people as we can personally. Uh, you know, I, I have a lot of ladies in, in my breast implant group and, uh, 
they're worried that they're not going to have their significant other after they get them taken out. Mm -hmm. And if that significant other is not going to be there to support them, they need to find another significant other because, yeah. you know, it's all about the health of that person. And if that person is only worried about boobs, then that's the wrong guy to really, you know, right. share your life with. Totally. Yeah. Well, let's go, let's dive into that. So, I mean, breast implant illness. Well, first of all, what is that? Okay. Well, there's certain things I would have, this is my opinion and everyone can take it or leave it. You know, you just, I think whatever you resonate with, but I, I feel that life is about three cups. You got one cup that's empty, the other is half full and the other is overflowing. And I look at that as our immune system and going into getting breast implants. I was only 20, let's see, 24 when I got them done. I didn't have really anything going on with my health. So my first set was great and I didn't feel any, any issues, but when I had my baby, I wanted to get a new set and that's when things really started going wrong and I didn't know why. I just thought, wow, I'm really tired. I haven't felt the same ever since I got the second set put in, but you're not, you don't know yet because you don't, you think your doctor is going to do the right thing for you, which turns out that, um, about, let's see, I got him back in 2005, I removed him in 2014. And my doctor said to me, you know, you have two sets of capsules inside of you, one from the last surgery and the ones that we just took out. So I can only imagine. And plus they were also leaking mold. So, you know, I'm in the beginning stages of when people were really started acknowledging that breast implants were making them sick. Do they, do they make you sick on all levels? I wouldn't say that we can blame the implants. What I would say is if you're going in with that immune system and I'm half cup, you know, where I don't have the best, I'm a half immunity. I still have some things. I was born with Lyme disease. So my implants basically shot my symptoms out of whack. And I started getting all these different Lyme disease symptoms. Um, so that if you have immune, if your immune system's protecting something before you put them in, that's when things are going to start going a little nutty because now your immune system's trying to protect what's going on with these breast implants that it's taking itself and it's protection off of what's going on prior to those breast implants being inside of you. Um, mm. I've heard some totally crazy stories where doctors will actually um, pop the implant inside the ladies, you know, so that they'll de deflate them and let them walk around for a couple weeks without, you know, just to see how they like them. How are you gonna like them? You just need to get them taken out mm. um, and get the capsules completely taken out so they miss something. Those toxic scar tissue that's in there is gonna still create a lot of issue. And so there's just a whole like coding that I've created based on what I went through between detoxing, um, between just definitely a lifestyle change. But then about four months ago, that's when we found Cellcore, where my life completely changed because I was very sick still. Wow. So before Cellcore, what did you try? Well, when I first, I had a wellness center, so I was working with detoxification systems like pulsating electromagnetic frequencies with right technology. So I was really detoxing my body from head to toe. Um, I was doing lots of juicing. I did NAD therapy, which was high levels of amino acids, lots of IVs. Um, we did uh, stem cell therapies. That's why I got into regenerative therapies in the first place because um, it's expensive. And so if I could work with the company and, you know, start using it for myself, I could be my own uh, advocate while helping other patients going through what I've gone through and really to help train plastic surgeons um, and bring that into their practice and say, listen, these ladies that are coming in are sick. Okay. So when they're getting these implants out, you've got to help them afterwards. And I think that's important instead of just sending them on their merry way, 
because there's not just the, the health aspect that goes with this, it's also the emotional. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's not, I, I think that life is like, you know, like, uh, like a pool table. There's two really great days of that pool table when you buy it, when you get rid of it. And that's what I say about implants, when you buy them and when you get rid of them. Um, and so I think that's what doctors have, we share with them is you have to take care of that patient, not just after they get these implants out, because they don't know what else to do. They're, they're dealing with a lot of other issues that you can help if you created a regenerative side to your practice. And that's what we've been doing is opening up these wellness centers for doctor's offices. Mm, okay. So can you explain a little bit about the emotions that you were going through? Because there's a there's obviously an emotion that's related to taking the implant out, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's also an, an emotion that's related to these gut infections and parasites, et cetera, that someone can be dealing with as a result of having implants. So the day that I got them out, I, I mean, I was sick, so I was happy because I had this, well, I had mold leaking out of them. Um, I, I was ready to seriously take them out on my own. So I was beyond thrilled to get them taken out, but it's really about what are you gonna look like after? You know, because I had a good size D, I've had him in for 10 years. Um, what am I going to look like? Is anyone going to want to date me when I'm weird? You know, like, I, you know, you're thinking is I'm single at this point. So how do I tell someone like, oh, I got my implants removed? Do I tell them, is it their business? But, you know, you just feel like you're not going to lead a normal life because you've done some major destruction to your own breast. Um, so that was an emotional thing that was going through my head. Um, I had to really learn how to love myself and not worry about what other people cared for about my system. I really had to truly go inside myself and really do a lot of personal work. Um, why did I get them in the first place? And well, you know, there's another story, but I got them for free. So it didn't really matter. You know, I was like, oh, they're free. So I'll get them. But it wasn't because I, I looked at myself where I needed them. I really didn't need them. Um, but everybody in Arizona had them. And I just felt like you, you know, you just want to get them. Uh, the emotional piece after is an ongoing thing. And it's really about you know, again, looking in the mirror and fully loving who you are and talking to yourself that you are just perfect in every way because the word where the imperfections that you see in the mirror are just definitely a lie sometimes. Um, the, the only problem I did have that was really a frustrating situation was I was getting bloated um, about a year after my implants removal and I couldn't figure out what was going on and I started looking pregnant. So anytime I would eat, I started looking pregnant and I looked at Brian. I'm like, okay, you know, this is not normal and no one could figure it out. And I started doing a lot of parasite cleanses and nothing was really working. I still was getting bloated. I was getting this weight gain, you know, little by little. So I was what 125 and then I got to 155. That's a lot of weight for me. And so I was very depressed and I just didn't know what to do and what way to turn. Um, Brian has been a blessing because he gets to hear my gloat all the time. I'm like, I'm bloated. And you know, people ask me if I was expecting, because we were traveling around the country and doing these um, uh, lectures and seminars, and I had to suck my stomach in you know, while I was talking, and it just was that It was really depressing. So mm. emotionally, I believe that parasites that we have are definitely a contributing factor to depression and emotional things that we do go through. So that's a, that's a topic. Mm-hmm. So let's bring Brian into the picture here. Um, you know, when you first met Rachel, I bet you were probably like, this lady is so beautiful because <laughs> she is. Thank you. Well, what was going on through your mind when you first met and she was talking about breast implant illness and, and, and the emotions that she was dealing with? 
Yeah, it was, uh, that's a great question because I had no idea whatsoever. Um, when I just assumed when a, a lady got in, implants that that was just, you know, they were there forever. I had no idea that they even had them removed or there was other illnesses with them. So I really didn't know. So all I knew was that um, in a very kind way, I knew that something wasn't right. Rachel, you know, something wasn't right with her health. And I didn't know what it was. Um, so, you know, I was very, you know, it hurt me because I wanted her to be well. And so we went on a journey and I had no idea this journey was going to be what it was. It was intense, but it was very interesting how um, I watched Rachel read through all the information and misinformation. And really, I didn't realize that there was such an awareness of um, these ladies. So for Rachel, it was more about just supporting her, even though I really didn't understand. I had a lot to learn. But I now see the impact it's had in so many, you know, so what I, in so many ladies' lives. So what I did is I just said, look, I'm here for you. I'll support you as much as I can. I don't understand it. It's nothing I've ever gone through. But I'm, it, it taught me to be a little more, I guess, empathetic or sympathetic, understanding that all I could do is just help her and encourage her. Keep searching the truth. The truth is out there. Something's not right. And we'll try everything. And, you know, Rachel has even said, she said it from time to time. She said, I thought that my, my drawer or my closet or my cabinet was like a, like a farm, not a pharmacy, but just CVS. Yeah. CVS or Rite Aid or a GNC with all these different products she was trying. So my heart went out to her and I thought somewhere out there, there has to be an answer to what's going on with you. Um, so we just kept searching and searching and we spoke with so many doctors and um, it's been an interesting transform. It's been amazing transformation. In fact, actually what's gotten her so much better or well is actually improved me as well because on the phases that we've gone through with CellCore in particular, I've gone through all the phases as well. Little did I know that it would improve the quality of my health. I didn't even know that. So I've gotten healthier as well. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah, well, you know, Rachel mentioned to me that most guys would have probably not stuck around with what she was going through. Was it hard for you to, to stick, you know, I, I want to say to stick around? I, I feel bad even almost saying that because Rachel's right. a person, but yeah. was True. it difficult for you on the opposite side? And I can very much empathize with that. I mean, I, I've dealt with a similar situation and, you know, having an ill person near. Yeah, the hard, that's an excellent question. The hardest part for me was not um, second guessing our relationship or I knew we were in the right relationship. I knew this is the right person. I knew I was the right person for her and vice versa. She was the right lady for me. The hardest thing for me, and I've shared this with Rachel so many times was that I couldn't fix it. And it was, mm. it, it was, it hurt me. It was emasculating where we would go and it was frustrating. I get very frustrated because we would go to doctor after doctor, after clinic, after clinic. And the fact that we worked in this space and we worked with clinics and I worked in healthcare and we were in different healthcare, but it seemed like we couldn't pinpoint an answer. We said, and then once I realized Rachel's not the only one that has this, there are other ladies that have this going on. And that's mm -hmm. when I said, okay, this is really part of what we do. And that was the biggest, the biggest challenge for me as a man was I wanted to support her and I wanted her well. And I just didn't know how to do that. So it was very upsetting, but it just made us more, tenacious and just say, I know the answer's out there. Wow. Oh my gosh. I can relate to you on so many different levels on that. It is the most frustrating thing when you have a loved one in your life and you're in this field and you're the one giving answers to all these other people. And a lot of it will work for a lot of people, but then you're 
the one that you love most is suffering. I, I, I know exactly how you feel. And that just, I, I know <laughs> that's all I could say is it's not easy. So for those of you guys that are, that are listening out there, um, you know, I hope one takeaway from this so far that you get is that don't stop looking for your answers because there's so much out there. And, um, you know, a lot of people feel like they've tried everything, but I mean, unless we've, unless we're gone and, and, and we're done with this life, there's so much, there's so much to learn. And I feel like every time I learn something, there's a whole new can of worms that I open to something else. <laughs> so, so don't give up, um, is, is one thing I wanted to take away from that. Um, now, Rachel, back to you. So why don't we continue the story? How did you guys even find Felcor? It's so crazy. Um, you know, I was, I always, I'm a digger, you know, and I always am looking at things and I noticed that on my, when I had Facebook, uh, and I'm going to go back to it, but I had to take a moment. Um, it was very distracting because I needed some time to uh, really do a lot more investigating on, on some other things. And so I took away from the Facebook thing, but while I was there, uh, one of the, the uh, people that work with you, Michael, was my Facebook friend, but we never met. And I'm like, what is this thing? Because I, I saw something he posted. So I, I, went on the, I went on the website and I started reading and watching the videos. And I thought, wow, this would be so good for my doctor clinics because we really need something that's turnkey, um, easy for the patient. The patient doesn't have to come in to the clinic. They just have to take a questionnaire, which mind you, my questionnaire was so accurate as to everything that's going on with me. Brian took it. He's in the green. He has nothing. Like this guy is, he's like the easiest one. Although mine was more in the red and the yellows and I had some greens and I knew that if I didn't get myself out of the red and the yellow, um, I could have some really terrible situations. But what it re really caught my eye was everything that we all go through. It's not about someone just with breast implants. It's about the toxins and the heavy metals and the molds and all the environmental things that we're going through. But mind you, I've been dealing with parasites for four years, maybe longer, I don't know. I mean, you don't really know you have them, you know, but I'll have to say that the, the, parasite, um, the parasite phase that they were talking about was what led me to the company. I said, I gotta get, I gotta try this. If this thing works, I've got major pages of parasite uh, support groups that would benefit from this. They've been all through the same kind of parasite problems I went through, they don't know where to go. Mm -hmm. And this is such an amazing solution that that's, it's, I don't even, I'm not even explain it, you know, what, what it's done for me. I, it really woke, I had a, I, it's called a breakthrough. And the first month is really just about drainage. And, and someone told me, actually, I was talking to a lady. She said, you know, you got to get your lymphatic system uh, worked out. So the first phase of lymphatic. So I saw that. I said, okay, this is, per, this is, this is meant to be. So then my inflammation started going down and my bloating was kind of getting better the first month. But, um, the second month is really where in the six week program, you know, six wives in the six weeks and the second month of the parasites, I did a copy enema and I couldn't believe what was happening. And I was passing parasites that I've never even, I mean, I'm talking anaconda. And, and, it, and every time I did an, an enema, I felt better and better. And now I'm fitting into my pants and I'm less bloated. Um, I'm not having all the sugar cravings that I had and some of the other cravings that I really was having with this. 
it's a, it's a game changer. I don't even know what to say. I'm so beyond grateful. I found this company because it's really changed my health in such a very short period of time. I mean, six weeks is not, a, well, no, I take that back. I'm on two months because we're getting our second uh, parasite phase back. So yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. It is such a, I don't know. It's this company is beyond, beyond far, nothing I've ever tried before. Mm -hmm. So Let's uh, backtrack a little bit. We were talking about the immune system and you gave the analogy of a cup. And if someone has a bad immune system and then you get the implants, then it's just extra trouble, right? Right. So do you, what is the connection you see or do you know at all if there's a connection with the parasites and the breast implant illness? You know, that's a great question because parasites can come even from being vegan. You know, Brian and I went vegan too. We tried doing this gourmet vegan stuff. So we cook together every night and he helps me prep everything. He's like the best prepper. So it's great to have someone in the kitchen that really wants to do all that with you. And so I said, let's try vegan. Let's just go and see how that works. And I got worse. I mean, oh my gosh, my stomach was getting bigger. So you can get parasites just from fruits and vegetables. You can get it from sushi. Um, you know, this could be a long-term situation. I felt like I got something when I was traveling and it was probably from sushi and I stopped eating sushi. The problem is, is that if you let it go too long, then that's when you're going to start having a lot of problems and, right. and, and, and knowing your body by looking at this, I didn't get the bloat until after the implants came out. Although there's a lot of ladies out there that have this bloat. They look pre eight months pregnant and they're 50, 60 years old and they have this bloat. So it, it doesn't really, I don't think the breast implants create this rather than I think if our immune systems were better, we could fight it better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I know when we put something foreign inside our body too, we form these biofilms around it too, where we can have candida and all kinds of different types of infections growing around them. So um, I haven't looked into the parasite connection too well, but I mean, the fact that biofilms can be colonies of all kinds of different types of infections, so parasites included. So I'm even wondering if that was something that was going on while, while you had the, the breast implants too. I had, I think I had parasites before, you know, my family's from the East Coast and we were big eat, meat, meat eaters and, you know, I was living in Mexico. And, and so I think just from all sorts of environmental issues could have happened that way. Right. But I do see a lot of ladies that have a lot of these symptoms that are after their implants have been gone. And so if the way I look at this and with foundational medicine, um, and, and we've had a lot of conversations with our doctors that have all sorts of doctors. We have a colonorectal doctor, surgeon, actually, that's taking this on to his, his wellness center because he understands. He deals with the gut. And so if your upper GI and your large intestine is just messed up, you're not going to have a good, healthy lifestyle anyways, whether you put juices in it or you go on a diet. I had diet pills that were all over. Nothing worked. I was doing HCG, anything to try to lose the weight, but it wasn't the weight. It was the bloat. It was the water retention. It was... The, the parasites. I mean, I'm telling you, whatever was going on in my system, if you don't eradicate it, it's just going to continue to get worse and worse. Mm -hmm. So by doing these phases, you're this, the next six months, yeah, you got to take some tinctures and some, you know, supplements, big deal. But I believe I'm worth every, you know, all the work that I put into myself up to this point, I'm willing to keep on going to do whatever it takes for me to get healthier. And it is, such an easy system. I was with another right. um, functional medicine doctor and he sends me this stuff where it was like handwritten protocols. I totally don't under, I didn't know what was, and then he wanted me to go on a keto diet 
where if you have parasites, you probably don't want to go on a keto diet. So I think that's what made me even worse too. So I got worse before I got better. Um, so if you go into the phases and you're, you're symptom, uh, systematically going from one to six months and seeing every month is gets better and better, mm. let's set the expectations. I'm a severe person. I'm, I'm on the severe level. Brian is in the green. I would be in the red orange. So my expectations and building that for someone is going to be very different. And as I'm writing these protocols for myself, I'm able to help other people and you, Jackie, as well, the way that you've you know, help me with some of your suggestions is important because I want to be able to get my health back to green and it's not going to happen if we just piecemeal these things together. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. When you were going through some of your symptoms while you were doing the cell core protocol and trying to eradicate these parasites, let's first talk about what you were feeling and then what you did to help not, you know, to feel better in a faster way. Well, the first month I was, I mean, I, I didn't get a lot of, let's say, energy. Um, I did feel myself getting less bloated, you know, it was very, it went mild for me. And I think if I would have stepped it up a little bit and made my protocols more on the severe level, I'd have a different response now and be able to help other people with it. But, um, I was really tired. Um, I, I was detoxing and that was the thing when you detox, you get tired and, but I drink a ton of great water, you know, I eat pretty healthy. Um, the first month was just really the drainage part. Second month in week two of six weeks, that's when I did the coffee and I started getting really just even more lethargic. And I thought, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about this. These parasites are dying inside of me and I don't have a good digestion. So I, I need to do the coffee enemas, but I'm, I've done them forever. So I'm okay with them. The, the first time I did a coffee enema, I was getting six, I mean like four foot, I mean they're four foot long parasites coming out of me. And I couldn't, I mean, I'm talking like, I had to take pictures and send them to Brian. I'm like, you have to see this. I mean, no, it's not romantic, but at least he understands <laughs> now what I was going through. But I mean, who wants to talk about parasites? But then when you start getting them out, we all have a conversation. I think on our last couple of calls with um, Cellcore on Monday, we're like, oh my gosh, these parasites are crazy. But it's just like, kind of like a victory. You're getting right. out of you. I feel like I've been, I'm like, we got a big one. But you know, they, what they do is just, they, where they give you like really bad emotional thoughts. Yeah. You know, one, uh, one day I was thinking, I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore. I just don't. And this is right before I did that first coffee enema. I was getting really depressed. Mm. I mean, I don't know what, and I was laying in bed and I was crying. I was like, I can't believe I, I just don't want to do this anymore. And I'm like, something just told me it was like such a God thing. And it's go, go get it, go to your enema. I'm like, oh, I totally forgot about that. And I did. And I called Brian. I'm like, I feel amazing. Oh my gosh, you believe us? I have so much energy. And, and then uh, that was it. Oh no. <laughs> so I, I do them in the morning. I want to do it at night. Um, oh. I've upped my um, para one and para two. Uh, so I'm doing like four, but I, I'm definitely going to do the full moon one because, you know, unfortunately, I don't want to talk about this, but they, that's why people act crazy during the full moon is because they're hatching in your stomach. Mm. And it, that's why people really act nutty during that time. So that's when the protocol starts. So, I mean, severe in parasite infestation, we got, we got it going on. So I'm mm -hmm. ready to do the, that. And, you know, I think once we manage this and, and start really doing this more, you know, in the protocols uh, and my digestive gets better, then I think, you know, I'll even have more energy. But I'm, I haven't taken a nap yet today, which is a big deal. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, your conversations sound like the ones uh, with that I have with my husband as well. I'm like, oh my God, just the, the, the most amazing enema. And he's like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm like, but you don't understand. I feel so much better now. <laughs> I know you feel better, don't you? It's like you lost right. this, like, it, you know, I call it job of the hut. They're like in your belly and they're like, get me sugar. They love mm -hmm. alcohol. They love carbs. They love meat. They love everything that's bad for you. So I call them like the party in your belly. And so gosh, you just feel like lighter once you get those things out. Um, yeah. But I'm telling you, your life, your health changes. These parasites, they're in your brain, they're in your lungs, they're all over. Um, I, I think that when we found this company and meeting, you know, Dr. Watts and his brother, uh, Dr. Vaughn, uh, just their ability to put this thing together is what sold us 100%. And Brian is a skeptic on everything. So I have to talk him into a lot. Like, you know, let's just give it a chance. Because if, if it works for me, it's going to work for all these people that we can influence. And we can do this on such a large scale and help so many people. Because as a couple, you know, how many people do you know that are couples that are unhealthy and they're not doing things together? They're not, right. they're not, they're not doing this together and they should be healthy together. Right. Yeah. Well, on that note, Brian, what's your, your experience been with this since you've been, you were in the green range. Right. Um, yeah, what does that mean? I mean, because let's put, let's put it this way. I have done a lot of people's blood analysis and I've seen parasites in pretty much everyone. So I think it's more of a spectrum, but I'm just curious, what has your experience been so far? You know, that's a really good question because uh, just my background is for for a while, I didn't feel well, and I was traveling full-time. I was eating terrible food in airports. So I was actually a vegan for eight, eight years. I drank no alcohol for eight, gave up all alcohol for eight years, sugar. Um, in fact, I'm drinking, I apologize for my coffee cup. I'm drinking actually hot tea. It's we're on calls all day long, so it preserves my, my, uh, my voice. But anyway, um, so I think that helped a lot. So going into it, I was green, and I was like, wow. So I think that did, the vegan helped in the fact that I wasn't drinking alcohol for so long. But what it did do is I had no idea that I still wasn't as healthy as I could be. I wasn't as sharp as I could be. My sleep wasn't the way it should be. I woke up probably every two or three hours during the night, to visit the men's room. And I was like, this is not a quality of life. And I always say to Rachel, and even when we're lecturing, we, you know, we speak full time around, you know, prior to COVID, of course, but I always say, it's one thing to live a long life. It's another thing to live a long, healthy life. Right. And I didn't want to be one of those people that live much older, but they're just, you know, just falling apart. Mm -hmm. So my goal was just to be the healthiest that I could possibly be. And I noticed that, number one, my sleep is unbelievably deep, um, very, very deep sleep. Um, I think my uh, acuity, with my, where my sensory acuity is much higher now um where it wasn't before and the one thing and i know this may sound like a big deal to a lot of people it may sound strange but when i grew up my father was a painting contractor and we used to spray we used to spray all the time epoxy which is now i think it's against the law i don't even think they make it anymore but we used to spray that we were no respirators or whatever and i noticed that i had little or no smell over the years and i said to rachel and i said and I just got used to it. I really couldn't smell. Rachel's like, do you smell that? And I was like, no. I remember I told you my sense of smelling's gone from a very, you know, from when at time I was 17, 18 years old. And I said to Rachel, in our, about six weeks in, I said, oh my gosh, my smelling is getting better. I don't know if this is, is it just in my mind 
but I just noticed that like my sensory acuity was just much higher. I was sharper. I was thinking sharper. I was sleeping better and I could smell again. And I was like, it's getting better and better. And my hope, my next is my glasses. <laughs> I hope those <laughs> go away. I'm really hoping I don't have to wear these anymore, but you know, but it overall health, it just feels great. My goal is, like I said, is to not only live longer, but also to share this with as many people as possible because it's just about overall health. It's like, I think we found an we found the answer. It was a long journey and we want to help other people now that don't have to take the journey that we took or, or that have, have and just gotten totally frustrated and said something's so simple, but it's not. It's, it's not simple. It's very complex, but it's easy. It's easy to understand and it makes a difference. Right, right. Well, thanks for sharing your story too, because I mean, like I said, people are all on, uh, they're all on a different spectrum on this whole health journey, right? But we're all dealing with chemical environmental toxicity challenges, right? We all live on this earth and whether we're exposed more or less, we, there's 80,000 plus chemicals in this environment. So we all have to figure out something at some point. And if we don't, if we don't detox these chemicals, then we overgrow parasites and other types of infections. It causes a dysbiosis in the gut. So, you know, whether someone has breast implant illness or you're a man and you don't get breast implants and you're just living on this earth. Actually they do nowadays. Okay. Well, that's a whole different story at a podcast or another show. I, just, I did do one on gender fluidity one time. <laughs> I did because, uh, that well, you can watch my podcast on that. That was that was okay. a story of why that came up in a podcast. But, um, but okay. So aside from that, your husband did not get <laughs> implants, but he's no the toxic load that the rest of us are dealing with too. You know, but I have to say something, and I just it just came to me, and I don't want to interrupt you, but implants are implants, right? Whether you get a knee replacement, that's right. an implant. If you get a tooth, you know, implant, that's an implant. So your body is still going wacky because there's something that it does not recognize. Right. And we were, um, there's a, there's a Netflix show called our documentary called the bleeding edge. I'm not sure if you got to see that yet, but the bleeding edge actually is about a, uh, uh, orthopedic surgeon that ended up getting a hip replacement and he started going crazy. They thought he was getting early dementia or Parkinson's and he went to, he's out of town. He was going to do some type of, um, lecture and they found him in his room writing all over the walls. And he's like, what is going on? So they did the blood work and it came back with cobalt from the actual implant that he had in his, in his hip. So think about all the older generation of people mm -hmm. that get these you know, hip and knee replacements and different things, and they get early stages of dementia and Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, these implants are really making people neurologically sick. And unfortunately, you got to do sometimes what you got to do. But, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do preventative and mm -hmm. be able to make sure detoxing is your number one savior in grace. You've mm -hmm. got to continue to detox your system out because mm -hmm. if you don't, you're just going to have these problems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and so we have, again, when they had that toxic bucket um, idea of what you gave us earlier and we just keep filling it and filling it and then it spirals out of control. So I'm, I'm excited like you because I feel like I, I hit the nail on Cellcore as well. And, and, you know, there's other great companies out there, but I think that there's a lot of problems that Cellcore solves in a very systematic, orderly way. Um, can you explain why do you think that Cellcore's parasite protocol is better than other ones that you tried? I tried. What is that one? Um, it was a, well, there was one in the market that says it's the best ever. And I said, I didn't see anything come out. Oh no, it kills all the eggs and it just goes in your, in your waist. I said, 
no, I don't think so. I'm not buying this. I'm not filling anything. Um, then that there was another product I took that was with sugar cubes and you put that, um, what was it called? Uh, I can't think any, anyway, we did everything. I don't even, I've taken everything you can possibly dream of and nothing ever came close to eradicating these, these parasites. Um, not only, it's not just even about the parasites, it's how they do it. You know, first phase is going to be all that drainage. So it's really preparing all your organs for the next step, which when you want to get, you know, the parasites out, they're hiding in everything. They're hiding in your organs. They're hiding in your liver. Um, they're hiding in your lungs. They're hiding everywhere. So um, this is really about drainage and getting that, you know, really prepped for the parasites. Um, I up my dosage because I'm ready. I'm like, we're going to play the game. But um, they're smart as anything because they're part of you. You're their host. You're their mother or your father, you know, and so they know your brain. It's just wacky how these things, they're like, these are like aliens in your body, you know, controlling you um, of everything that you ever could possibly imagine. And if we don't get this taken care of, it's only just, like I said, it's worse. So I'm looking forward to month two because I've kind of like, I think I've kicked the hornet's nest enough that, you know, they're holding on for dear life. And so I'm going to go in like hard, hardcore, and then once I go into um, stage phase three with, then I definitely want to do the, I think the full moon phase every month, at least once a month, I'm going to try it. So um, it does make a difference the way that they set this up in phases and not, mm. you know, playing guessing games. And again, that questionnaire is beyond important because if there's anything that needs to be added on to that phase, then it's going to make more sense for that person. Mm. They're going to have a much better outcome. Uh, not everyone's created equal. So again, the green, the green people, they're great. You know, they're in great shape. They, they can take it. Brian has a great digestive. So even those bowel, um, the bowel cleaner, you know, the remover or whatever, it was too harsh on him where he gave me all his bowel stuff. So I have a digestive issue. I've had it since I was two. Um, so I'm, I'm a challenge. I know, but once it's done, I'm going to help a lot of people. I even asked my doctors, please give me all of your challenging cases. I'm going to help you. I want to help you get through this so that the, the people that you can't help, I believe Salcor is going to be one of your biggest options right now. Right. Wow. That's beautiful. And then you said you had Lyme ever since you were born too, right? Yeah. My parent, my mom's side of the family is from Connecticut. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's Lyme has been around forever, but it's not, you know, people are born with it. And a lot of people are born with it. Um, it comes in your food source, you know, think about the milk and the cheeses and everything from the cows that have been infected. Mm -hmm. Um, it also can be, you know, from being bit by a tick or even mosquitoes. It's also sexually transmitted. Mm -hmm. So, you know, families are being born with it because if the mother has it, then the dad's going to have it. So all these different hereditary um, issues that come with Lyme disease, over 300 symptoms. Mm -hmm. And so I only had like allergies and little things like that. But then when I was misdiagnosed with fibromyalgia after my implants were taken out and um, I knew it wasn't mm -hmm. the case. So my doctor said to me, he's a, a doctor out of Torrance, Dr. Galley, who is like, amazing. He's from Johns Hopkins. I've been studying under him for about nine years now. And he said to me, he's like, you really sound like you have Lyme disease. This doesn't sound like you have fibromyalgia and I'm not willing to get on medications. I'm medic. I've never taken the medication. Um, so he really saved my life through stem cells. And that's when I first tried stem cells was back in 2014. Mm, okay. So how did the stem cells help? my joints were so painful. I mean, I couldn't get up in the morning without like, just like I, my joints were just really bad. My feet felt like I had um, plantar fasciitis, um, just a lethargic, just felt overall just crappy. 
Uh, so I tried it and I said, wow, I feel a lot better. And that's when Brian and I, when we talked, I said, let's get into the regenerative space together. Let's get into stem cells. Um, but stem cells has come a long way of where we won't go anymore because it's, you know, DNA transfer. There's a lot of kind of things around it. I just really would prefer to stay away from when it comes to stem cell therapy. So we moved into exosomes and exosomes are 1000% amazing. We've done, um, I, I lost a lot of hair. And I was wearing extensions since 2014. I just took them out last, this past December. And I had like literally no hair, like it was bad. But I said, okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do this exosome hair treatment and see how it works. And my hair is so thick now, it's long. I mean, I think I started, I, it was like thin. I, you, couldn't, you could see through my hair. Um, wow. And it's just one treatment. And I do IVs with exosomes and um, it helps with my lungs because my lungs were so compromised with the implants that I could barely breathe going up the stairs. I had a lot of, t I had a tough time with my lungs since they were taken out. Um, so they go right to your lungs. They go through the blood brain barrier of your brain. So I had a lot of neurological things going on. I just felt like I just brain fog and just, I wasn't just fully there. You know, I just felt like mm -hmm. I was outside of my body, you know, for yeah. the most part. Um, I did most of my work from my room. I was so tired sometimes that I wouldn't get out of bed, but I did a lot of phone calls. I just, nobody knew I was, you know, working from my bed. That's how bad I was. Mm. So the exosomes, they help you to rebuild tissue, correct? Yes. Okay. Brian's really good explaining our exosome product. Okay. Well, actually, why don't, on that note, why don't you go ahead and explain that, Brian? Because um, I haven't really talked too much about exosomes on this podcast. Yeah, exosomes are uh, fantastic. I mean, it's really the next step in regenerative medicine. Um, stem cells have come a long way and like Rachel said you know in certain applications they're great like they're you know offshore in different clinics we visited internationally where they're treating childhood autism which is you know very gratifying because I know those parents are looking for anything in the world to try to you know uh, have a higher quality of life for their their children so that was very interesting but for us you know at our age we we said do we really want a stem cell we don't want to transfer DNA possible red blood contamination. So um, exosomes are, uh, it's a vesicle, it's a nanoparticulate, and it's the, it's the newest technology when it comes to regenerative medicine. Like Rachel said, they cross the blood-brain barrier. Um, so for me, um, one thing that really concerned me, Dr. Jacqueline, was uh, it really affected me on a very deep level, which I, didn't, I really didn't know at the time, was when Steve Jobs passed. Um, it was very upsetting to me because I thought, well, here's a man that's probably one of the wealthiest on planet Earth by far, mm -hmm. but yet he died at a very young age of, you know, prostate. And I thought that means that anybody could do it or anybody could get it. Any man could get it. And I thought he can afford the best care there is, the best medical care, health care, but yet he died at a young age, unfortunately. So that's when I really said, you know what, it could certainly happen to me. And I know some of my, my buddies as well, we were talking about it. And so I had a pee shot which is for the man, you know, it's the, for the male vitality. Uh, Rachel had the O shot for her, and we both have had infusions. We both have done our face. I did my face and hair, which I've never done before. I've never put anything on my face ever or my hair. But I said, you know what, if we're going to go out and really say to other people about how to live a higher quality of life and how to potentially ward off some of these debilitating diseases, you know, heart disease is a major killer. Prostate for men is a major killer. Now, I'm not saying it it treats that or it cures it or I, I'm not saying that what I am saying is how do we in, in the state that we're in have the highest quality of health that we can possibly have 
the highest immune system we can possibly have. And I know certainly with this pandemic, it's raised amazing awareness. That's why we went into a GNC and the stores were decimated. There were no products on the stores. G GNC, CVS, Rite Aid, because people were looking and they're saying, you know, it, it's fear. No one wants to die young or no one wants to die, period, or see your loved ones die. Not that that would stop it, but they're looking for any preventative measure. And we just feel like exosomes are on the most cutting edge when it comes to that. It's just being preventative and just being as healthy as we could possibly be. Mm -hmm. You'll so get what? to see us when we see you in August. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry? I said you'll get to see our faces when, uh, in August when we see you. Yeah, well, I feel blessed that I get to see your faces today because every time we're on calls, I see your uh, your picture. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's early. We're like doing yoga at 5.30. I'm like, you can't see your mugs. And, so. <laughs> I know. I was like, could we push this actually an hour later? But it's okay. I uh, so the Pacific West uh, uh, over here, where, where we get we get the early uh, call versus everyone else who's already been working all day. <laughs> I know. It's, you know, it's really about transformation, Jacqueline. And the reason why we, we teach doctors transformation is because they're going to benefit um, show you know, with, with their patients. It's not about just onesie twosie programs. It's about building a whole entire program out right. that's customized based on what that person's going through. Mm -hmm. And it's all about regenerative. Who doesn't want to be young? Stay young, but you want to prevent anything from happening even further than what they're going through. And then we have to look at what are the damages that we can reverse. Um, and that takes some time. I mean, people are so used to taking pills. They're like, I want a quick fix now. Meanwhile, how long have they had these issues? And they expect this like turnaround time right. in regenerative medicine, where regenerative medicine is, you know, what you might feel today, you're not going to, you're going to feel better in six months from now, um, because it's regenerating, rebuilding that system. So when I got my face done, I did my face with a meso gun. So it hurt. Um, she did my hair, which I didn't actually feel it. The O shot for a woman is for not just sexual performance. It's, it's really, my libido went down the tubes with these breast implants. I just stopped, like there was no, nobody home. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. And I talked to my doctors and they put me on pellets and still nothing was happening. And then I also heard about these parasites that can affect your hormones right, and an right. unhealthy gut. I said, okay, well then this is, we gotta do the whole thing. Like we can't just do, give me a shot and maybe it'll be better. It's the whole entire system. So now that we put together something that is truly, I, we've done it, you know, and I can tell you my hair has grown back. My face feels, my, my face is so much better. Um, uh, the IVs that we take, uh, it's just, it, it was a game changer on all levels. I mean, all levels. And we create it where it's got to be affordable too. I mean, that's a lot of stuff going on for a patient. So, mm -hmm. you know, we've created some really cool things that patients can choose to do. Um, you know, it's a kind of sad thing, but people pay more for their beauty than they'll pay for their health. Yeah, which it's actually very connected. The more that I cleanse my body, the nicer my skin looks. Yes. Um, I used to have acne and bacne. The people don't know because I don't really show my skin too much. But um, as I've been cleaning myself out, my skin looks better and my hair too. I when I was before I was even thirty, my hair was falling out like crazy too. So there's a huge connection with those parasites and clogging up the gallbladder and the liver and not being able to have your hair grow, right? There's there's a lot of women that are dealing with that issue. So I think that's great that we're bringing up, that up on this women's health series as well too, because what woman doesn't want their hair to fall out, especially before you're 30? I mean, seriously? Well, Brian has come to all my hair appointments when I had to get my extensions done. So he's like, gets to hear the girls' stories. But I had to do, you know, these extensions every, what, couple months and, and I'm sitting here, I'm like, this is expensive. It's like 800, sometimes a dollar is just to get them moved. It was expensive.
so we've connected with a, a, an amazing company in Las Vegas that has a shampoo. So it just helps your hair grow. And it's not a, it's, 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 it has medical backings behind it. So doctors mm -hmm. and clinics are using it after their hair treatments and just the maintenance on it. You know, women should not be losing their hair. Men mm -hmm. should not be losing their hair. You know, I'm, I'm 46 years old and I should not be losing my hair. I'm still young. I have a 17 year old daughter that expects her mother to be healthy. And I want her to look at me and say, that's what I want to be when I grow up and not to go get breast implants because it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things she's seen me go through all of this mm -hmm. that I've been teaching her from the beginning to love her body mm -hmm. and that she is worthy. And if an, any man thinks for a minute, they're going to tell her she needs breast implants. She's got to cut the, cut the cord because right. that is just not right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, can I add one more comment? Uh, yeah, I was actually going to ask you, what do you want to say about that? Okay. Um, <laughs> one of the things that we really, uh, going back to CellCore and with exosomes, one of the things that we really like is because Rachel and I are not doctors, we're not practitioners, we're just people that want to be healthy. But what we really liked about CellCore and was the doctor supervision. We love the scientific rationales, we love the protocols, it's all medic medically proven. So like I said, going back to my story about the GNC, was people were running into GNC or into CVS or Rite-Aid, and they're buying whatever they could possibly buy and taking all these supplements and hoping, you know, it's kind of chaotic. And what we said is, you know, we were looking for under a doctor's You're cutting out, Brian. So it felt great to know that yeah, I know the connection here is not the best. I apologize. <laughs> but did you get my point? My over? Hello? Well, so you, we, I think what we heard Hello. is that people are going to GNC and CVS, et cetera, and buying all these random supplements. Mm -hmm. First of all, a lot of those are probably right. not very good. Um, but second of all, they're not really right. in a good order or do right. they even know what they're trying to do or what it does, et cetera. Um, and then you like how Cellcor has the medical backing. They also have their own lab that they bought right. out and they have uh, scientists that work with them and create these products. So it's not only medically tested, it's energetically tested and it's also right. lab tested as well too. Right, and, and can you hear me now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And that's the same way we feel about the exosomes, the same thing. So we mm -hmm. look for the best of the best. We want the best lab. We want to know that the medical science is behind it. You know, we're not, but at the same time, we want to make sure that we're getting the results. And that's what we've done with our health. And it's really, it's changed us in a lot. So it's all of it working together. It's foundational. And it's foundational. And, you know, I don't care what anybody says. Everyone has hormonal issues. So it's not just women having them. Mm -hmm. So we've geared this towards even men as well, because they've got to have a healthy life and foundational medicine is important for them and their own hormones and their own. I mean, I, I walk around now, this is so bad, but I look at people's stomachs. I'm like, oh man, what's in there? That's got to be. I think the same thing. I got some stuff. I just want to give them a card. I'm like, I can help you. I mean, we can you really should. get through this. I know what's in there. I don't want to know, but you know, you just see people walking around like that. And I, I didn't have half the quarter of the stomach they have. And I'm thinking, oh, wow, they cannot be healthy. And they're mm -hmm. drinking their diet sodas and all these things that are just making them so unalkaline. And that's how when you have a non-alkaline system, those things are having a party. And mm -hmm. they love it because it's toxic. Parasites live in toxicity. That, and mm -hmm. so keeping your, your body alkaline, you know, I've learned a lot from all that. And, you know, I wasn't exactly the healthiest person, you know, when I had my implants in. So 
Um, when I got them out, it taught me how to be a better human. And, you know, I think this was one of those things you're like, okay, you've got to really, you know, step it up. And this is about a lifestyle change. And it's not about, you know, I mean, we all have our moments, trust me, I'm not always healthy, but you know, I try very hard to stay, you know, as healthy as possible. My daughter depends on it. Brian depends on it. He's been very patient. Um, there's a lot of ladies out there I know that are going through this and, and they just put their hands up in the air and they said, well, I guess I'll just live with it. And that's what I was about to do. If I didn't find self work, I was just about to say, you know what, I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to get one of those old lady bathing suits. Um, just forget it. I'll just deal with the stomach. And I just was, I mean, I have all these great clothes. I've never been able to wear in my closet because I started gaining all this weight. So my goal now, I know Cellcore is coming out with a, a weight loss system by the end of the year. They've got a sugar blocker they're coming out with. I'm excited to try it all because I want to be the best shape I can possibly be when I turn 47 this coming year. Yeah. Well, Cellcore doesn't mess around when they make anything. I mean, it's like we said, it's very, te everything's tested in many different ways. Uh, the nasal spray that's coming out, we've all been trying it and seen worms coming out of people's nose. I mean, it's just... It's crazy to think about, but you know what? It's better out than in, right? That's our right. that's our motto here. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I haven't tried. We haven't tried the nasal spray. I'm sure we'll get it, but I'm looking forward to that. I can't imagine. Yeah. That's just crazy. Yeah. So, well, you know, it's been a pleasure having both of you guys on the show, and I love the dynamic between you two. And um, you could just see the sparkle in your guys' eyes for each other. So, I mean, that in and of itself, I think, is healing for the world too, because. I mean, people need to see couples love each other like this. <laughs> we love each other, even though we're not together right now. We're always together 24 hours a day, but we, we, we live in separate households. For and I thought, oh my gosh, we're supposed to be on this thing. But yes, we're already together 24 hours pretty much a day. So you got to really love each other. You can spend that much time together. <laughs> so anyways, um, Brian, do you want to say anything else to, to sum the show up here? Um. Other than just thank you, thank you for this opportunity, uh, Dr. Jacqueline, and it's uh, a humbling experience because, you know, like I said, I've seen a massive change in Rachel and in myself as well, but, um, you know, the, the fact that we're able to share a story because I said, Rachel, I said, you know, we've learned all of this now, what's our responsibility to go and share it, so thank you for this opportunity. Yeah, yeah thank you so well. much for having us. Yeah, no problem. I. I I couldn't wait to talk about breast implant illness and um, and just give women hope in that area too. And, and also enlighten them that this could be an issue. And um, pretty much any client that comes to me too, if, I, if they have breast implants, I don't have any shame in telling them, look, I had my own, I got them removed and I highly recommend that you can do what you want. But if we don't remove the roots to our health challenges, we're just gonna keep spinning our circles, spinning our wheels. And um, parasites is the other thing too. A lot of people keep targeting things in the dark and they're like, well, I'll try this candida cleanse and this fungus thing and whatever. And, and then they keep spinning their wheels because they're not getting rid of these other bigger problems like the parasites or their breast implants, et cetera. So anyways, thank you again both for coming on the show. And I thank you for having us. Yeah, thank I thank you. you for the listeners for watching and I hope that you got something great out of that. And we will go ahead and return next week. God bless. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Wellness Trinity Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more wellness tips to help you achieve optimal health. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next episode.